listener production. Bring in the drip, the pee, and the love. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, if you had $162,000 to spend right now, what would you buy? $162,000. Oh, yeah. you know, probably just give it all to Médecins Sans Frontières. Oh, God, you're a good bloke. <laughs> no, I would consider doing what one person has done and uh, buy a first-class menu that was from the Titanic. <laughs> what? Yeah, first-class dinner menu. Sold at auction in England for $162,000. Had a bit of water staining on it. Not surprisingly. <laughs> not unsurprisingly. So, imagine <laughs> taking it back. Sorry, this has got water damage. <laughs> um, but do you want to hear what they were eating on the on the Titanic? Uh, okay, first sure. class. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Salmon and hollandaise. Okay. Mm, that's offensive, swimming with the fishes. Creme des, d'asperges. What's that? Creme d'asperges? <laughs> Seriously, that's I think that's how it's spelled. Um, white bait, a tornadoes of beef a la Victoria, What's some ha- squab a la Goddard. What's a squab? I can't remember. I feel like it's some sort of pigeon or something. Damn. Squab. What's a tornado? Yeah, it of is. Beef? It's a pigeon. I don't know what a tornado of beef, but it sounds it sounds yum. Beef tornado. I, I feel like it could be a Wellington, a beef Wellington, but that doesn't that, that doesn't necessarily. Match. So um, there you go. I mean, they were, they were eating fine. Mallard duck with port wine sauce. I thought a duck Pure was a mallard. Parsnips. Oh, well, mallard duck. That's just what it says. What it's mallard. Is that say, saying it's like it's a beef cow? Isn't that? Oh, mallard. Uh, the mallard or wild duck mm. is a dabbling duck. So, uh, yeah, they're talking wild ducks here, bro. Did that menu float to the bottom and was found on the ship underneath the water? Or was it sort of like a bit of flotsam and jetsam just floating on the surface that someone picked up and kept in the cupboard. The auctioneers said it's unclear how the menu made it off the ship, but the water damage suggests it was likely recovered from the body of a victim. What, in their pocket or something? Yeah, I guess. You know, they, they put it in the coat pocket or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe someone who's, who's found on, you know, on the on one of the rescue boats or something. Well, I'd, I wouldn't pay $162,000 for that. If you found the menu from the um, the Ocean Gate, uh, that would be for me. The... Oh, my God. No. What? What? Just because it's <laughs> a more recent tragedy with fewer yes, deaths? Too soon. Right. Okay. We too soon. Laugh about the thousands back then. The other oh, one. Oh, was it more than 120 years ago? Oh, right. And I'm not oh, laughing. Mate. Here we Who's go. Who's laughing? Who's laughing? All right. I'm well, not we got, laughing. We got a menu for I'm, you. I What's think on it's today's menu? You I think it's interesting. Water damaged man. I Come do, on. I do think it's interesting. I'm not laughing at any tragedies. All right. Um, I don't even know what's on our menu. What are we doing here? What's my name? Who am I? <laughs> We've got a beef tornado. That's actually not a bad like breakfast radio duo name. <laughs> the beef tornado. Matt Alex and the beef tornado. Mallard duck and the beef tornado. <laughs> well, today um, there's actually a product that I'm quite interested in. Um, what is it? The relaunch brands uh, from back in the day. It should be good. Um, I'll tell you about, about my trip to the land of the long white cloud uh, over the weekend oh, very, good. very soon. Well, let's not hold off, hey? Let's dive right in. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Do you think you love kids, Alex Dyson? Do you know I have two friends? Is 
who just had babies in August, one week, seven days apart, one Lucy, one Lucille. Mate, I mean, Lucille is, all these old names, they're coming back. Yeah. They will be back. You know, you know, what's going to be popping off soon. Mortimer. Gertrude. Gertrude. Exactly. Gertrude's coming back. Mortimer. Bring it back. Dorothy will almost certainly be back. Barbara. Mavis. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I'm not sure if I'll have kids. That's still, the jury's still out on that one, but given I've got so many kids in my life now, Matt, you know, your wonderful daughter, Sophia being one of them, I'm always stuck for a gift idea. You know, you've mm. got all these birthdays, Christmases, christenings, you know, you've got congratulations on your puzzle museum presents that you need to get for people. Okay. Hey, listen, listen, Vasa. If anyone knows how to give a good present, it's me. All right. Yeah. What, what's the, the, what did you get me for my birthday this year? <laughs> Look, I mean, I have previously stated that I don't do presents. Okay. But I know what to buy when it comes to kids presents. And that is something that is extremely plastic. Mm-hmm. Something that is, that has lots of small parts that can be broken or lost. <laughs> Preferably makes repeated noises. Very loud and requires regular charging or replacement of batteries. I mean, if you Mm. can get that holy grail of a present, all the parents will love you. Yeah. The the other two things you missed out are 100% useless and extremely expensive. And so I'm very happy to announce that (laughs) people have been waiting since the 1970s for this, Matt. In 2022, a visionary by the name of Francis Kurdijan has joined the Dior brand and, and promised that he would bring back baby Dior, which got made irrelevant in the seventies. And now it is back. It's official. It's relaunching Matt. So you, for your friends, for everyone's baby's friends, you can go down and buy Bon Etoile, which means good star from my French translation there. Um, it is a $361 bottle of scented water, which is described as the baby's <laughs> First step into fragrance. <laughs> okay, here's the look. I've seen this. <laughs> it's promising. Soft notes of pear, wild rose, and white musks. The perfume is intended to spritz on your infant's neck or waft around the nursery. Do you know how you know how you're supposed you're not supposed to like put fragrance on your wrists and then like rubbing them together. You're supposed to spray, you're supposed to spray the perfume and then walk through it. Sure. And that's the same thing you should do with your baby. Just spray the water and then (laughs) swing it through it. Preferably by the legs. (laughs) (laughs) You're shooing the fragrance away. And your Um, baby is the fly swat. No, it's, um, I don't know. Did you have baby scented water when you, when Sophia was, you know, at that age? I've got two, two sort of, um, feelings about this. Okay. On the one hand, babies smell the best. The babies are the nicest smelling things in the world. Okay. Except for when they're, except for when they're pooping or weeing or they have old breast milk, like behind their ear that you've forgotten to wash out for three days. How'd I get that? Or the the gunk in their neck, um, in their neck folds. 
uh, after like three days. Okay. So, and then when they're vomiting, like other than that, <laughs> honestly, other than all of those times, babies are just the, oh, they smell so good. Especially your baby, really just your mm. baby. Your so baby that, smells the best. Is that because it's like a bun out of the oven? Like it's just, it's fresh. It's new. Or I couldn't even the... tell you what the smell was. It's just like, I don't know if it's like the smell of hope and dreams. Yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? It's the smell of, it's the opposite of resentment with life. Like yeah. that's the, that's what it smells like. Yeah. Optimism and hope. All right. So why do we need to put some um, pear and wild rose on the, um, well, here on comes, the baby? Here comes the second feeling about this. Now there are things that I'm doing as a parent that I never would have thought I would do. It, when, when you didn't have kids and other people did, you would roll the, your eyes at oh my these God. parents doing things. You know, like the when I'm a parent, that, I would be, never be doing this. Do you think that I would consider when I was growing up, the thought of paying money for school just Which seemed like you could get it for the free. most ridiculous <laughs> idea in the world. I thought, look at those jokers. Throwing their money away on their stupid private schooling education. Paying you would to have, you know, a, uh, a spoilt brat. <laughs> yes, exactly. Paying for the privilege. Paying for, a, you know, there's these, these brat machines just pumping <laughs> out these brats. I did. My oh first my girlfriend God. at uni went to a school. Like, what was that like? She was like, well, other people called it the princess factory. So... <laughs> So, yes. Okay. Suddenly I'm now understanding that, you know, when it comes to your child, suddenly only le best will do. <laughs> so you wouldn't, you wouldn't just mist tap water over your, over oh your baby. Oh my God. I'm surprised this stuff isn't sparkling. You know, <laughs> give me the sparkling. So, so you're tempted here. Water. You're tempted to go to the, the $360 scented water. How many mils are in this? It's a good point. You'd want a big, you'd want the, like the, the, what is it? The never fail, the ever clear. What's the big watering thing that goes bloop, 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 when you, um. A water cooler. Yeah. You'd want one. You'd want the size of that for $361. Well, as always, this can't be the only thing you get from the baby Dior range, Matt. Because okay. the parents are encouraged yeah. to pair the scent with the baby Dior skincare routine and create quote, precious shared memories with calming scents and formulas that have the utmost respect for delicate skin. All right. La Mousse Très Fondante Cleanser, $149. L'eau Très Fraîche Cleanser. That means water very fresh, $149. Um, and $180 for Le Lait Très Tendre Hydrating Milk. Yeah, the milk very tender. <laughs> Which vows to envelop baby's delicate skin in a cocoon that maintains the skin's softness and suppleness while enhancing it with calming scents of orchard pear. <laughs> Look, I've got to tell you, that sounds pretty good. Whole range, right. 839 bucks. For all four of them. Mm. Okay, well, also, I mean, as well as stinking lots, baby's skin's... Like baby's skin is so whack. I they the get, they come what... up with all sorts of rat. Like the Belinda sent was, me a photo. Dad of... was, was brushing the skin on the head with a toothbrush. 
Oh, it mate, looks so funny. you should have seen the chunks that used to come off Sophia's scalp. Absolute cornflakes, my bro. <laughs> the only hydrating milk I needed was some bloody full cream milk in a bowl. Because they was, oh, well, she. How much is a can of WD-40 these days? Surely, surely cheaper than this hydrating milk. Man, Just loosen I mean, it up. It does. I mean, we use a lot of, we we use moisturizers for Sophia mm. when she gets like little rashes and stuff like that. So I can imagine that, you know, just like anything at the supermarket, you're going along, you see the, the home brand version, you think that'll do. Then you see the next one, the mm. second up. And then you think, oh, maybe I love my child a little bit more than <laughs> that. Then suddenly you're splashing out $149 for La Mousse Tre Fondant. <laughs> You know, because you want to wrap your baby in a little or pear cocoon. So look, I would say it's all ridiculous, but mm. I just, I know, I know what it's like. Mm. You'd say put the money away for your education though, Matt. I don't think so. So you could grow up and not be tempted to buy <laughs> fragrant water for 360 <laughs> bucks. That's why you need to put that money in, in education. It'll save no, you in no, the long run. No, no, <laughs> Sophia will be... Going to the local state school, and she'll be the only one there smelling like <laughs> orchid pears <laughs> and white musks. <laughs> oh, Matt, I mentioned it last week, but had a, a short little sojourn in the land of the long white cloud recently, taking a trip oh, to yeah. Auckland, New Zealand to visit some friends. It was very, very nice. Yeah, so um, what was happening in New Zealand? Well, I went down there and um, caught up with some friends from uni, both of whom are living there, both going out with people called Matt. So I guess oh. everyone I hung with had a partner called Matt. I do. Wow. And both my friends, Gabby and Bella, do. So it's probably why we're still friends. You know, oh, we can just well, go and... we're everywhere, aren't we? I mean, there were three Matts in my class at school at one stage. Oh, damn. I had four Nathans in year, year four. That was pretty big. <laughs> um, what's the most same name you've had in a single area? Let us know, Alex. But no, it was, it was very nice. Walked up a few hills, saw some animals, swam in some water for a bit. I couldn't swim in some areas in New Zealand because there was a big sewage leak into the water. So you couldn't even Ooh. do that. And did you know during lockdown that you weren't allowed to swim? Why not? Apparently, it's unfair to the people who had to come save you if you got into trouble, like the lifeguards <laughs> and stuff. But how, wow. how, how annoying is that? That is, that's so New Zealand that they're that considerate. <laughs> yeah. Considerate about safety, right? But you know the other thing, right? In New Zealand, getting to bed, nice little getaway, you know, just just to un, unhook. So I'm reading my book in bed, all right? Mm. Just real holiday vibes. Neck minute, as they'd say in New Zealand. These big explosions going on. I'm like, what oh, the no. hell is happening? What, at night time? Night time. So I just sort of asked my friend in the did morning. You, did you have a bit of a New Zealand jet lag as well? Because they don't talk about that jet lag. You know what I got? I got reverse jet lag. Yeah, the two hours. I bet you woke up at like four in the morning or something. Yeah. I know. That's terrible, right? It is, but it's two hours ahead. Oh, no, wait. You would have woken up at like... 9am in the morning. I should have woken up, woken up later, but I woke up earlier. It was reverse jet lag. Oh. So it should, if it was 8 o'clock there, it would have been, I would have woken 6 o'clock your time. Yeah. So Australian time, I should be waking up to say 7, which is 9 New Zealand time. Anyway, I had reverse. But 
couldn't get to sleep because of these bloody explosions. I go out and ask my mates, what's going on? They're like, oh, that's fireworks. Like, what's happening? And they're like, oh, for like a couple of days a year, you're allowed to buy fireworks and the rest of the time it's banned. What? <laughs> so Why does New Zealand have this and we I've only just heard about this? So look at it up, right? If you go to immigration.gov.nz, you can see the article on fireworks for Guy Fawkes. New Zealand celebrate with fireworks on the same night as Britain. Guy Fawkes, tradition is 400 years old, comes from the plot by Guy Fawkes and 11 other men to blow up the British Parliament. So in New Zealand, there are strict rules around buying and selling fireworks. They are only sold for four days up to Guy Fawkes, which is November 2nd to 5th. I didn't realise that New Zealand had Guy Fawkes. I mean, I've heard about Guy Fawkes, but I didn't know... I didn't realize it's like the purge. Like, all right, it's legal for these days. You go ahead. Then after that, it's banned again. So it's only for those four days, but a recent survey by an insurance company. So I don't know whether that says anything, but a certain insurance company said that actually 53% of people would wanted a ban on them. Well, that's the thing. There is a ban for 364 days of the year. And if you say to the government, oh, why is there a ban? They'd be like, oh, it's very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes it weird that they do allow it for this time because then they're saying like you can there's no restrictions as to when you can set them off and you can only buy them buy them at that time. So when it comes to usage, it says on the same website there are no rules about when during the year you can set off fireworks. However, oh, there wait. are some rules about where. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just catching on to this. So you, it's just that you can buy them in those times, but you can set them off whenever you want. So whenever. if you wanted to buy a whole car boot full of them, yep. You could become the fireworks fiend Yep, from and Feb till, you know, Jan or whatever. Oh, you can stockpile. You can absolutely stockpile these things and set them off wherever you want. Usually it's, you know, it's more prevalent immediately after. But, yeah, there's no, no rules about when. Well, they just say about safety, you know. Remember having fireworks are safe. Keep them in the original packaging. Keep them in a dry place. Keep them around. But, you know, obviously every year there's there's injuries as a result. And also apparently bushfires I'm reading here. The Fire and Emergency Community Education Manager saying mm. people are stock firing them. And as we head into El Nino, suddenly it's dry. Yep. Everywhere looks like kindling. You got amateurs and, out there just firing off wherever. Yeah. So next ne minute, bouge. That's it. It does make me think oh. that. What would you make legal for four days a year if you could? It's too dangerous the rest of the time. What? What would you want to have just for four days? You think, hey guys, just give us, give us a couple. Give us a little respite. Working under the influence. <laughs> Wait, in what jobs? Like operating heavy machinery? <laughs> well, like, I mean, that there might be some exceptions, but if everyone... If the office just turned into a full-blown, like, nightclub for, like, four days. <laughs> four days a year. That'd be all right. That would be And, like, fun. it just didn't stop. Like, you could mm. just do all-nighters. Mm. The parties would go and the music was playing. People were dancing in the, you know, the cafeteria. Yeah. You know, um, the beers is, flowing. Oh, I might bring producer that. Bron into the conversation just here, Bron. Yes. Um, is there a rule about that here at, uh, at Listener? Um... Hmm. I've seen a few. <laughs> a few You've, You've seen, seen a, a few, few things, things, have you? <laughs> I don't want to say too much. <laughs> maybe we should check that because maybe there should be just one show a year, much like Drunk History. Mm. We have a spooky podcast, you know, for for um, Spooktober. Mm. Maybe there's just one podcast a year. We should be um, 
Well, I mean, it used to be it called be the like, day after the Arias. But... We did. Yeah, that was probably <laughs> um, we were absolutely just what else? tired as well mm. for that one. I'm trying to think what else is not allowed. I mean, this is, t this is difficult because most laws are designed around things that are dangerous. Exactly. Much like New Zealand, for, which for some mm. reason is just like, yeah, whatever. What about letting anyone into the cockpit? Yeah, they used to do Bring that. Bring that back, you know. Let us just have a little look around. And not just mm. kids. They all in the movies, it always used to be kids. Hey, you want to come and have a look at what's going on in the captain? No. Let the, let the grown-ups have a little look as well. What in New Zealand security confiscated my sunscreen, 110 mils tube Ooh, instead of ouch. 100. Those extra 10 mils. I'm like, oh, man, can I put some that'll, on before I go? He's like, yeah, That'll go be for on it. you. So I wiped it on my face, this, you know, potential biohazard on my own face, <laughs> and then he chucked it in the bin. So annoying. Oh, no. I just bought it as well. Um, what, about, what about no security at airports? <laughs> just for four days. Just let us walk in and walk out. None of this um, going through the, you know, the conveyor belty thing and the x-rays. Mm. Well, what about this? For a lot of the time, when you go and buy goods and services, you've got to use legal tender. What about for four days a year, you could use illegal tender. <laughs> you just trade whatever you've got at the time. <laughs> Some like imported snakes that you got off the black yeah. market. Or if something is like, if you bought something for a certain amount, you didn't want it anymore. You could say, oi, I'll give you this. Or you could like sing them a song and say, that was worth, you know, a five buck coffee. Thank you very much. Well, Matt, we found out a couple of days ago that your uh, Instagram posts, Instagram stories on matt.and.alex flopped. Um, you, the listener, um, correctly identified that they'd been cut off early by Instagram for being too long. But the good news is, even though we didn't get any responses to when have you gotten something wrong, when has an assumption gone wrong, uh, we did get a few to when have you had to pretend it's your first time doing something when it wasn't. Okay, which means there must be a bit of a uh, a bit of a story going on around here. Oh, look! I mean, it was just basically I was in T Townsville over the weekend. Shout what are you out doing to in Townsville. Oh, mate, part of the Screen Queensland uh, North Queensland Film Forum, doing a bit of Q and A for some, you know, budding filmmakers up there. Hopefully, you... trying to break through in the biz without having to move. Alex, and this is part of the move yep. back to Brisbane. You know, it's mm. like we need to we need to empower regional areas in this country so that so that these these big smoke jokers mm. in Sydney and Melbourne who have been high on their own supply for far too long. Greedy understand. little piggies <laughs> exactly. just sitting at the filmic trough, <laughs> gobbling up all the scraps. Exactly. Not leaving anything for the rest of us. Exactly. Well, I was in Melbourne Uni when we filmed our little, you know, we're doing a video semester. Went out to Matoa, home of my grandparents, about four hours away near Horsham. Filmed a little short film called Slaughterhouse Road. So... Good on you. You're doing your bit, mate. You're doing your bit. Yeah. No, I mean, how the, is good, the good news is that's not on YouTube. Do not look it up. <laughs> 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 to see Alex Dyson in uni acting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this segment ended early because I am no, going on YouTube. No. Uh, you won't find it, mate. Sorry. Slaughterhouse Road, eh? There's actually a road out there named Slaughterhouse Road. And I'm like, that's quite a funny name for a road.
Anyway. Nah, you're right. I can't find it. Yeah, it's buried deep. We're not even talking about the high school Alex Dyson, Tom Ballard tap dancing. Now that's hard to find. Do not look that one up. Uh, yeah. uh, you got a story. Come on. Come on. You can't just drop bombs like that and think that I can just get on with my measly story. No, go on. You, you're right, mate. About empowerment in the um, in the regional Queensland film and TV industry. No, but I'll was, I was tell you what. I was walking around. I was pulling this face. You know when you get it? You know when that, when that, ooh. You know, when you're looking around at a town you haven't been to before, you're going, ooh. It's your first time to Townsville? No, I mean, I've been to, I've been to Townsville before a few times, but haven't been for like five years. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Mm. I was walking around. I was thinking, ooh. You know when you get the domain app out? Ooh. <laughs> Let's just have a, a little look-see. Yeah, you just want to pass you that know? window and you're like, <laughs> mm. little listings up here. Just a little imaginary world in which Tell you, you drop everything and move I'm, to Townsville. I was... Looking through the the window of you know some realty place on Magnetic Island, just going, I wonder, I wonder, a bit of island life. It was just after I'd swum in a waterfall, so oh, exactly, right. <laughs> you got to check the listings. Mate. You got to check the Mate, listings. I was Post having that little dream uh, up on Castle Hill. I could see me. Mm. Look at you. Up There's that there. crazy house in Townsville that's just hanging off the cliff. On like yeah, a I saw pole. that, and I was like, nah, I couldn't. <laughs> They're building a new one next to it, I think. Not the pole still, house. Yeah, and I'm like, nope, not mm. for me. It's like those ones in Europe, you know, where the rock, the ocean is eaten away at the rock. <laughs> the houses yeah. and stuff, like proper, like it's many houses built up on this cliff that's yeah. overhanging mm. the ocean. Are you kidding me? Absolutely no chance, bruv. <laughs> so anyways, I was, at, I was at Townsville, really enjoying it. And, um, but anyways, I went to Townsville and, and my cousin lives up there as well. My other cousin, I was talking about my first, you know, mm-hmm. cousin. Yesterday, cousin Nah, well, cousin Nee, her brother lives up in Townsville. <clears throat> and, Who is um, also your cousin? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just Why trying to explain. Just say the, their name? Uh, well, I could have just said cousin Nee, mm. but I wanted to make sure that you knew that it was it was Nah's brother. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, I thought so, there were three um, cousins. I thought there was Nah, Nee, and another cousin who was Nee's brother. There sorry. is Titi. Ah. But anyway, look. The point is. <laughs> The point is, I haven't described the family tree very <laughs> succinctly, have I? There's three siblings, Nina and Titi, okay? Okay. Now they all, like, Nee lives in Townsville, so I was up visiting, I was up visiting Townsville, I was like, hey, I'm in town, let's mm-hmm. catch up, okay? At the same time, the producers that I'm, you know, I've worked with on the other guy and um, mother and son, Wooden Horse, um, we're, they're like, hey, let's go out to dinner. I'm like, sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm there, th- I arrived Thursday. Producers are like, hey, on Friday night, let's go out to dinner. I've booked a place called Shaw House. Now, everyone in Townsville, when I was, you know, when I posted that I was in Townsville, people were like, oi, go to Shaw House. It's the, it's right. the, it's the, it's the bits. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fine. Sounds good. Can't wait to go to Shaw House. Then I called my cousin. I'm like, hey, let's hang out. And he's like, yep, got, I've got your restaurant sorted. We're going to Shaw House. And I was like, oh, okay. Shaw House got a bit of a <laughs> monopoly going on here. But then I start feeling bad because I'm going to go to Shore House and, you know, the so he, people I'm going to Shore House with on Friday, they don't know that I'm, I'm already going to Shore House now on Thursday as well. Oh, so you're going with me, the cars prior. Yeah, prior. And, and they like, booked when it do first. You drop at, <laughs> when do you drop at dinner on Friday with everyone? Like, I actually came here last night. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to be that person, mm. you know, because they're real geared up. Like, hey, I've heard it's really good. I'm really excited for dinner tonight. And I'm like, mm. yeah, me too. And in my head, I was like, 
I was there last night. So you're sitting at, you're sitting at dinner with everyone. <laughs> what did you say? Did you drop it? I was it? really scared I was going to walk into the restaurant and they'd be like, welcome back, sir. <laughs> like, Blow your cover nah. right off the bat. Yeah. But um, I just, I had to drop, I had to tell, I had to sit down the, mm-hmm. my, my producer friends. I had to confess. And I said, look, I've got something I've got to tell you. And then they thought it was something like I was dying or something. They're like, what? What the hell's going on? I'm like, I've been to Shore House. <laughs> I've been to Shore House. I'm sorry. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Who cares? Mm. But I, I did feel bad and I did have to sort of pretend for a while there that I was doing something for the first time. Did you have I to say, ooh, wasn't. I've heard that this dish is quite good <laughs> yeah. um, and actually stay away from that other one <laughs> is what I've heard. Definitely don't buy that. Not that I know anything about it. <laughs> And that, and I've heard that that table near the window cops too much breeze. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so I did ask you when have you had to pretend it's your first time doing something when it. That's what I asked you apparently on Instagram. <laughs> that was not edited. That's what actually Instagram said. But that's when what it Instagram wasn't. said. But when it wasn't is what it was what I was supposed to ask you. Thank you to Bianca who said acting like I don't know about other people's pregnancies when the goss has already reached me. That's oh, good. Oh, that's you've got to get that acting chops on. <laughs> that uh, is it, and you've got to really figure mm. out ways. Sometimes you you sort of because you know you just need to prompt them. Mm. From, so, uh, you know, anything that has life, what's going on? Is there anything, um, <laughs> any major milestones happening? Yeah. You know? <laughs> what about to? I've been cooking some buns today just at home. What about, what about yourself? What did you get up to today? Um, Jack said, pretending to be hung over for the first time in front of my family after turning 18. <laughs> pretty good, Jack. Yes. Um, uh, saving that, those reactions for post 18th birthday, making it a legal hangover, which is good. Yes. Uh, likewise, um, JT said, pretending I don't know how to rip a bong in front of my footy mates. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Although footy, that's, that's, you're meant to pretend that you have done all those things before for <laughs> yeah, everyone I, to, I, to I, save I, face. That's you, right. You've you, never done this before? <laughs> yeah, no, I have. No. <laughs> yeah, the no, hose goes don't. in the apple here, doesn't it? <laughs> Is that what it does? I've never ripped a bong. <laughs> Is that how you make one? <laughs> Garden hose and uh, apple? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's, it's like a forty-year-old virgin, so like a bag of sand. <laughs> uh, me, just so what, Alex Dyson describing bongs. Do I just blow into this part? <laughs> do I just blow really hard into this bit? Mm. Yeah, that's it. Um, good on you. Good on you, Daiso. Thanks, mate. No, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have done that before, would you? Certainly have not. Exactly. Um. Uh. What's the other one that I was reading? Oh, here we go. Brownie says, playing my partner's cousin in Halo. I smoked him. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretend. What's pretend. the buttons for shoot again? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally sniped Suddenly you in the head. Pulling. Instant yes. kill. Whoa. <laughs> Beginner's luck. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to us today. Really appreciate you hanging out once again. If you'd like to get in touch, hit us on the DMs, matt.and.alex, or, of course, mattandalex.com. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.